Hello, my name is Robin Sheridan. Spirit Whisperer, the title given to me by my soul guides. When we choose to awaken to our soul path, we become aware of how deeply connected we are to universal consciousness on a spiritual, physical, and emotional level. Join me on my podcast journey and learn how to connect to your heart, mind, body, and soul, creating connection in all areas of your life. Awaken to Your Soul Path, Episode 4. Thank you so much for listening to my podcasts. I really enjoy giving them and participating in a different type of forum, a forum where we can speak and feel free to express our opinion. Today's podcast is about fear. I remember when I first was hired for this job that I just retired from. And one of the questions they asked me was, had there ever been a time at any job I worked where I feared for my life? And I thought, what a dumb question. And I answered it honestly. I said, no. Well, the gentlemen who were interviewing me didn't buy my answer. And I didn't get the original position I was applying for, but I did get I did get a different position which worked out much better for me in the long run. However, I was really annoyed by this question about fear. What was it that made these men think that I had to be fearful in any past job? And if I hadn't been fearful in a job, how would that prevent me from doing the job that I had applied to do? It just made absolutely no sense to me. And one day I was thinking, well, what is fear? Fear is the knowledge, the understanding that I am not in control of the situation. Now, if they had asked me if I'd ever feared for my life, I would have said yes when I was raped. I went on a blind date. And on this blind date afterwards, the gentleman said, oh, I know this different way to where you're staying and it's a beautiful night and let's go for this little bit of a different way. Well, I was incredibly naive. I was in my early 20s. And so the gentleman took went down some country road and he pulled into a field and he said, well, we're going to have sex now. <laughs> I looked at him and I said, are you kidding me? He says, no, you either put out or you get out. And I was angry. I wasn't scared, but at the same time, I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, it's 11 o'clock at night. I have no idea where I am. If I get out of his truck, is he going to run me over? And I really had to listen to my inner guidance. And my inner guidance told me I had a choice. I could get out of the truck or I could let the man have sex. So I said, fine, you can have it, but you're not going to enjoy it. I let him do what he wanted to do. He drove me home.
I never had a sense of fear over that. And that wasn't the last time I was to be raped. That was the first time. And there was two other times after that. And at no time did I have a sense of fear. I was always angry. I was mad that these men thought that they could just take what they wanted to take. And I had no say in the matter. But you know what? That's how it was. I'm 60 years old now. I was in my 20s. And we had nowhere to go. We couldn't go to the police and say, hey, we were raped because they'd go, well, what did you do to deserve it? That was the attitude back then. And it was a couple years later when I was talking to the friend that had set me up on, um, well, let me go back a little bit. My girlfriend who had arranged the blind date asked me how the date was. And I told her, I said, the guy drove me out to the middle of nowhere and he raped me. And she was just shocked. And that, that was kind of the end of it. I never talked to her about it again. And it was, you know, never really thought about it again, to be honest. I didn't. And then years later, the two of us ended up talking about this rape. And she told me, she says, yeah, I told my brothers what happened. And her two brothers went and beat the crap out of the guy. Um, the guy reported him to the police and then they told the police, you know, why they had beat this guy up. And I guess they ran him out of town and it turned out he was married. I wasn't the first woman he had raped, but nobody ever called me. The police never called me. They never asked for a statement. They dealt with it in their own way. And it really surprised me that somebody did something about it. And as I got older, a lot older, I really appreciated the fact that my friend's two brothers did go do something for me, but nobody ever told me about it. It's interesting how the world has changed. Because when I was in my 20s, women had no voice. They couldn't talk about what had happened to him, what was going on at home, whether it was um, physical abuse, mental abuse, incest. We had, and I'm going to repeat it again, no voice. Women, you have a voice now. Use it. But I'm going to tell you, you're only in fear as long as you stay in that state of I don't have control. Let me explain something to you. Once you release that thought form that I have no control, you just release it and you're no longer in fear. But what happens is your brain starts to work. Your intuition kicks in. And when you're not in a state of fear, answers come to you. It gives you the idea of what you can do to get out of the situation. Now, my situation was just to let the person do what they wanted to do, and I never got hurt, maybe emotionally, but not physically. I didn't end up dead, which was I'm truly grateful for when I think about it. But I have never been afraid, like real fear, because I've always understood on some deeper level that fear was never a good thing. Fear never served me. 
but understanding that I'm not always in control of a situation, that sometimes I just have to let go of the control. And when I let go of trying to control everything in my life, then the answers flow through me. So let's talk a little bit about all of the fear going around about a certain virus. This virus is no different than the common cold. If you take care of yourself, you do, you know, the hygiene, you wash your hands, you make sure that you're taking your vitamins and nutrients and you're stress-free, this virus isn't going to affect you, not in any way, shape, and form, unless you buy into the fear. And look what's happened. No toilet paper. All kinds of things are shutting down. Our economy is suffering because of this fear-mongering about a virus that really has no longevity. It lasts in your body the same as a normal flu or the normal cold. So people, don't buy into the fear. You can't control what media says, you can't control what other people are saying, but you can control what you're listening to. You can control what you decide to do about it. So stop buying into the fear Listen to your instincts and know that as long as you're doing the things that are healthy for you, your mind, you're staying stress-free, you're eating healthy, you have nothing to fear from a simple virus. This is Robin Sheridan, Spirit Whisperer of Higher Consciousness, helping people connect to their hearts, their minds, their bodies, and souls. Thank you for listening. See you next week. thank all of you who are joining me today on this live and those who are watching the replay. This morning I got up early, had an Epsom salts bath, and then saged my house in my meditation. Uh, and if I prepared in the meditation this energy center and I brought in all of the energies that I wanted to include and all of the spiritual aspects of what we need to experience today. I am truly grateful you are all here and I ask all of you who are healers to share your energy and spiritual awareness as well. I am asking that all of you relax in the energy and let it flow through you in an easy and relaxed manner. This energy will flow through you like a waterfall. It has its own awareness and it knows where it needs to go within your sacred anatomy and physical body. Think of this healing energy like a magnet. It will attach itself to that which is no longer to your highest good and it flows through your body, your home and your property. Think of, think of the people that you would like to include today, the healing energies that you would like to receive personally for yourself and any emotions that you want released. Okay, so if you want to get into a relaxed position, 
you can either sit or lay down and close your eyes and you can just listen to my words. All you need to do is just listen today. Through the grace of universal energy, I call upon the angels. I call upon the ancestors. I call upon the God and goddesses. I call upon the deities of every religious and spiritual practice to bring forth their healing energies, their wisdom, and their knowledge. I call upon the attitude and the strength of Archangel Michael and ask that we be encircled with your divine gold and silver healing and protective energies at this time. I also ask that your protective energies become reflective and reflect all things that are not to our highest and greatest good away from us and replace it with unconditional love. I also ask that you remove any energies, programs, karma, attachments, and remove all things in our cellular memories and DNA that no longer serve our highest and greatest good and replace it with unconditional love. I call upon Mother Gaia and the Devas of this world and ask you to bring forth your healing vibrational energies, raising all of us to the consciousness that we require at this time to feel safe, loved, healthy, spiritually aware, and awakened at this time. I call upon the stars and the universal energies, asking you to send us your healing vibrational energy, raising all of us to the consciousness that we require at this time to feel safe, loved, healthy, spiritually aware, and awakened at this time. I call upon I am, the consciousness of the soul, and ask that our souls be awakened within our physical form at this time, allowing us to receive this healing energy in a loving, safe space where all things are done to the highest good of all, to the highest good of all, to the highest good of all. These things I ask and pray for in the spirit of our ancestors, the angels, and all the deities present. I ask that you all now visualize Mother Gaia and at her center is an amazing clear crystal. It's vibrant so lustrous that when sunlight hits upon it, every color that you could ever imagine is refracted in its many angled forms. Mother Gaia sends to each and every one of you a silver cord flowing from her crystal all the way up to you and attaches itself to the tip of your tailbone. This cord flows through your spine and out the top of your head. This cord continues to flow up into the heavens and attaches to your soul star. I call upon Mother Gaia to send forth her healing energies. Visualize this warm gold healing energy flowing from the center of the earth crystal. 
this amazing crystal vibration of love and healing flowing up towards each and every one of you. As it moves through the Earth's crust, Mother Gaia's vibration is awakening and energizing all that has been dormant, the knowledge and wisdoms of our ancestors, the healing powers of crystal, air, fire, water, earth's rocks, dirt, and plants. All of nature that we have been blessed with and have forgotten by so many of us. The wisdom of our elders that has lain dormant in our DNA and cellular memories will be awakened. As this healing energy flows up towards your silver cord, it expands into a 30-foot circumference of energy. Envision that you are inside a bubble floating at its very center. This bubble represents your soul energy. As this energy, as this healing energy flows up and out of the earth's crust, it flows through the bottom of your bubble. This gold energy gently starts filling your bubble, flowing slowly upwards and gently collecting all the stuck energies that are causing you pain, discomfort, and anxiety. And as the first wave of energy collects all of these things, the second healing wave of energy is filling you with ease, joy, happiness, a sense of peacefulness that you have been looking for. This energy flows through your feet, your calves, knees, thighs, cleansing and healing in its forward motion. This warm, comforting, gold healing energy continues up through your body, cleansing and healing your reproductive organs. your urinary organs, your digestive system, your respiratory system, your cardiovascular system, your endocrine system, lymphatic and immune system, your skin, hair and nails, your nervous system, your muscular system, and your skeletal system. This warm, comforting, 
gold cleansing and healing energy has filled your entire body and your soul energy bubble. Feel yourself gently floating in the love, wisdom, knowledge of Mother Gaia. Your heart, mind, body, and soul are awakened. Peacefulness and gratitude flow through you. Unconditional love fills your heart. The gold energy continues to follow the silver cord that is attached to your soul star in heaven. The healing gold energy flows up the cord out the top of your bubble, flowing up and up and up until at last it has reached your soul star. This gold energy flows into your star, awakening its connection to your physical body. This star holds all of your memories of divine connection to the universe, your wisdom and knowledge as a divine being. It knows and understands that you are an amazing human being capable of unconditional love, faith, and strength. That you have a wisdom deep within the core of your being and physical body that knows how to ask for guidance, knowledge, and retain the wisdom of all that you have been and will become. Your star starts flowing this amazing, brilliant white light filled with the energy of unconditional love, wisdom, and soul, soul knowledge down your silver cord. As this energy comes to the top of your bubble, it gently flows into the gold healing energy. This amazing white healing and soul energy mixes with the gold energy. Your bubble and body are now completely filled with the gold and white healing energies. You feel loved. You feel peaceful. You feel empowered.
you feel gratitude for all that you have been, all that you are now, and all that you will become. Know that you are loved unconditionally. Know that your body knows how to heal itself. Know that your heart is always listening and responding. You will find your soul connection through your heart. You will find your spiritual awakening and awareness through your heart. Listen to your heart now. What is it saying to you? You are loved. You are loved. You are loved. Now gently let your awareness come back into your physical form. Slowly wiggle your toes and your fingers and gently open your eyes when you are ready. I am truly grateful for the angels, the ancestors, the god and goddesses, the deities, Mother Gaia and the Devas, who joined us on this journey of healing and self-love. I give all permission to continue to hold this healing space open for as long as each of us need it while bringing our vibrational levels to our highest and greatest good. When we have completed the healing and vibrational transformation, we will all be gently released from this energy healing session. I am filled with gratitude and love for all of you, sending all of you a virtual hug and know that I am always here for you. This is Robin, Spirit Whisperer, helping people connect to their heart mind, body, and soul through unconditional love and self-awareness. Have an amazing day. Hello, and thank you for joining me on Awaken to Your Soul Path, Episode 5. I was talking to a friend the other day about the soul, 
And I wanted to, I, okay. Thank you for joining me for episode five. What does Star Trek, the character Q, and your soul all have in common? I was trying to explain to somebody the other day exactly what your soul and your soul purpose is. And I got this inspirational message. I remember watching Star Trek and the character Q came in. Now he was what I would consider a demigod. He was new to um, his powers. He was kind of spoiled, um, self-aware, narcissistic. He was one of those people that felt that he could do no wrong and he could just go ahead and do whatever he wanted and to heck with the consequences. As the Star Trek um, episodes went on, I remember that eventually, I believe it was his family that showed up to collect him because the reality was that is that he was very young and he had decided to, let's say, run away from home and just go ahead and do the things he wanted to do. He didn't like to be told what to do and how to do it. I know that when our children get to a certain age, they become exactly the same way. They start throwing temper tantrums because they don't want to match their clothes. They don't want to do their shoes up. And that's kind of the behavior that Q was exhibiting in this show. We have new souls who are born every day. So think about the new soul as a child, about learning, having to figure out what it means to be a soul, how to integrate with other souls. It's a huge learning curve for the new souls as well. So as these souls go through their learning process, just kind of think of them as this character Q. They're trying to not only learn the responsibility of being a soul and what it is to be a soul, but they also need to learn how to express their individuality, how to become independent. And this is why I believe that our souls choose to incarnate. This is a way that our soul can learn about compassion and humanity and love to figure out what their uniqueness is. Each soul, each person is unique. We all have this divine gift that we are born with. And it takes a while for us to figure out what our gifts are how we can use them, not only while we are participating in a life in a physical form, but also when we are part of the collective energy, the collective mind of the soul, the collective universe. How do we participate? How do we allow our uniqueness to shine through? What is it that we can do to make everything more balanced and stay in harmony. I love thinking about our souls as being born very similar to um, our children when they're born. They need to be held and loved and they need to feel like they're, they're important and what they have to say matters. 
So I believe our souls are exactly the same way, that they have this desire to be more than just the collective. They have a desire to be more than just part of a system that seems to run almost without them. But the reality is it wouldn't run without them. We are all har in harmony, harmonics. I'm not much of a musician, so I really wouldn't know the exact words for this. But just think about, you know how you're playing on a piano and you hit the wrong note? Our souls, I'm sure, feel that way sometimes. I think sometimes they feel like they've hit the wrong note and they really don't quite know how to, to teach themselves or to learn how to play that piece of music or participate in that energy field in a way that brings them into harmony with everyone else. So when we are here on earth, as our soul in the physical body, we are here to learn how to be within harmony within ourselves, not only on a soul level, but on a physical level, and how to react emotionally and physically to the things that are going on around us. Right now, with the uh, coronavirus and the ability for all of us to learn what it means to be in solitude, learn what it means to go within and reflect on what is going on with us emotionally. What, what has this virus triggered within ourselves? What has it triggered on a soul level for each and every one of us? Where are we going? What are we looking for? When we're on our social media, are we looking for the negative or are we looking for the positive? Are we sitting at home and going boo-hoo? Or are we going, wow, I have an opportunity to really stretch my own skills, my own abilities. I have an opportunity to reach out to people that have always been kind of on my mind, but I've always been too busy to try to establish a friendship with them or reconnect with them. Am I using my skills that I have and offering them to others? Am I looking at this as an opportunity to practice who I am, practice the things that make me happy? Like if I want to be an artist, am I picking up that, that pen and paint? If I want to be a writer, am I sitting down and um, just tapping on my keyboard anything that comes to mind? And I, am I using meditation to go deep within myself and find that soul connection? Am I a spiritual person? Am I a religious person? How am I finding that inner peace, that sense of calm, that sense of knowing that everything is going to turn out just right? I know that everything's going to be okay. I know within myself that this is a huge spiritual shift for us on a social consciousness level. We are all learning different ways of coping, how to react to situations. We're all learning that we don't need to go outside every day. We don't need to spend you know, $4 every single day on a cup of coffee. We don't need to eat out every single day. We can find a sense of family just by staying home and connecting with those around us. Now, those of you that like that are like me, that live alone, 
yes, <laughs> the day drags on. When I choose to stay home by myself, it's, it's a choice. So it feels good and I feel relaxed. But for some reason, on a psychological level, when we're told that we're not supposed to go out, that we need to stay home and not in, you know, not be out there with other people. It really makes the time drag instead. So I know my first week of self-imposed, um, self-isolating, it felt like a month. It was, it was really tough on me. And then I had to really look within and I had to laugh at myself. I go, there's no difference. You know, this is what you do all the time. But at the same time, I was really looking forward to um, the position as a spare school bus driver to, you know, take those couple of hours out every day, pick up the kids, take them to school, pick them up, take them home. Because it's out in the country and it would give me an opportunity just to see the beauty of the country. And I was so looking forward to that opportunity and I was really disappointed when they shut down the schools. They have shut down the school year here in um, Alberta, the province of Alberta, Canada. And I was deeply saddened by that because you know, part of me had this hopefulness in my heart that by the 1st of April, the world would be back to normal and we could all go back to participating in the ways that we had before. But at the same time, I realized that things are never going to be the same. We really have been asked to stretch our own boundaries, stretch the way we think about ourselves and the people around us. We really have to come to terms with how we feel about the government and the medical professions and those that create and mess around with these viruses. And, you know, we have such huge debates about vaccines and how to keep ourselves healthy. The reality is, is that we have so many options. We have so many choices. We really do need to be able to keep our independence, be able to choose for ourselves what we feel is right or wrong. We need to continue to be individuals, unique, and have that choice. Choice is incredibly important, especially at this time. I choose to believe that everything's going to be okay. I choose to believe that our bodies are resilient, they're strong, our bodies know how to heal themselves, and that those of us that have this inner belief and knowing, we can share that with the people around us. When we have this vibration of love and compassion, and we raise that vibration and we stay in that sense of calmness and awareness that vibration goes out to the rest of the world and you can raise their energies up to meet yours we don't have to dive into a lower vibration if we stay in the higher vibration of love gratitude then that vibration helps to raise the vibration of those around us and i've repeated that like three times now but it is so important what you think is what you create. What you feel right now in that, this moment is a vibration. And you send that vibration out into the world, into the people who are around you. So take the 30 minutes every morning and sit in a deep meditation. Get grounded. Um, fill your heart up with unconditional love. Ask for guidance. Ask for healing from the angels. Go to your favorite deity. Ask for the strength and the courage 
to be able to see the positive of this and asks for them to guide you as to where your new path is going. What is my new path? Ask the questions. What is what is my new path? Uh, what kind of job can I create that will feed my my talents? Uh, what kind of environment do I want to create around me and in my home? How do I want to respond each and every day to the realities that I think and see and feel? We have these choices on who we get to be. Nobody gets to tell you who you are, what your skills are, what your talents are. Nobody gets to tell you that anymore. You have this time to go deep within and discover all of this for yourselves. So take the time, meditate. And I do have on my podcast, I do have a meditation. So do go and try that meditation out. I really enjoyed doing it. It was amazing. I channeled that meditation from my spirit guides. I wanted to do a healing meditation and I said, okay, how, what is the format that you want me to present this meditation in? And then I sat down at my computer and then just listened to what I was being told and created it, typed it out into that format. So these are the opportunities that you have. You have the opportunity to ask the questions and then listen for the answers. If you need any help whatsoever, you can go to my website, which is robinsheridan.com, and you can um, contact me through that website. I do a free 15-minute consultation with anybody who would love to just pick my brain or ask for help or inspiration. So this is Robin Sheridan, Spirit Whisper of Higher Consciousness, helping people connect to their hearts, their minds, their bodies, and soul. Sending all of you light and love and a three-minute hug. Bye. Welcome to Episode 6, Healer, Addiction, and Codependency. I have always wondered why individuals in the healing profession seem to have addictions and codependency issues. I have observed nurses come out of cancer wards for a smoke break, and I think why? After what these individuals see daily, I cannot fathom why nurses and empathetic individuals destroy their bodies with cigarettes, prescription drugs, bad diets, alcohol, and marry toxic partners. Death is a natural process. We start dying the moment we are born. Every part of our body dies and regenerates itself as we grow older second by second. So why do we want to hurry along this process and choose to live unhealthy lifestyles? It may be in the way we are raised. It could be in part to our ancestral DNA. It could be our addictions to toxic food, polluted water sources, GMO foods, sugar addictions, And it can also be in part to past life karma, as well as us picking up the negative toxic energies of others day in and day out. Addiction is codependency, but did you know that you can become codependent and addicted at a soul level? When I met my fourth husband, I realized early on that we had spent numerous lifetimes together. I would have vivid dreams about these past lives. 
I came to realize that all of these lives had always ended in tragedy and death. Instead of seeing this as a warning, I saw it as a challenge to make this lifetime one of unconditional love, joy, and happiness. My soul was caught up in the recognition of his soul. At first, this relationship was amazing. The sex was out of this world. We would kiss and I would lose track of time. He always made me feel like it was the most important part of his day. Being in the Air Force, he was deployed soon after we had met. We wrote letters back and forth, and I created this perfect man and relationship in my imagination. When he returned from his deployment, he was a changed man. But did I acknowledge this? Did I see this as a warning sign? Nope. I had created the perfect life in my mind, and it was going to become our reality. This man learned how to use my love language, which is praise and intimacy, to control me and our life together. This worked really well for him until 2008. I had been taking many healing and spiritual awakening courses since 1997, and as I became connected to the spirit world through meditation and these courses, I began to find my inner voice. I was exerting my independence, and he found that he could no longer manipulate me to get what he wanted. I had always been financially responsible and, at, and had always had what I needed to support myself and my daughters. But for some reason, after this man and I were married, money seemed to always be flowing out of our pockets like water. During our years together, I would find a great paying job only to lose it for one reason or another. Any home business I tried to build would start out great and then dry up overnight. Even volunteer positions would start out positive and end up becoming a negative experience for me. I also went from 137 pounds to 200 pounds during the first three years of our marriage, never being able to drop these pounds no matter what exercise or diet I tried. Stephen was very jealous of any relationship I had at work or in my personal life. He would make it very uncomfortable for me to have the two of us socialize or even spend time with my daughters or other family members, including mine and his own. We basically became unsocial, to the point where I even gave up working outside our home trying to keep him happy. When Stephen found me no longer of use to him emotionally or financially, he packed my bags and sent me on my way in 2008. I moved to the city where my daughters were living with their spouses. By now, I had one grandchild and a second do soon. I was a complete emotional and physical mess. I had lost all my self-esteem. I was so exhausted mentally, physically, and spiritually that my daughters treated me like an 80-year-old incompetent person. I was 49 years of age. I slowly started my journey back to finding myself. I had all the tools from all the courses I had taken with me, this spiritual inner journey over the next seven years would shake me to my core. It would make me realize I had lost all connection to who I had been and who I wanted to become due to the toxic codependent relationship I had had with my ex. I did have some successes and moments of clarity, joy, and fun, but I still felt so lost on a spiritual level. In 2015, I made an appointment with Kate she is a healer so in tune with her personal power and the spiritual world that it is impossible to come out of one of her sessions without a mind-blowing aha moment. 
During this first session, we discovered that my soul was nothing more than a wispy, light, weight feather hanging on by a silver thread of energy to the crown of my head. During my marriage, my physical body was manifesting this addictive, toxic, codependent relationship by gaining weight. But my soul had been withering up and dying a little bit at a time. In Clarissa Bacola Estes' book, Women Who Run With the Wolves, on page 31, she states, We know the soul spirit can be injured, even maimed, but is but it is very nearly impossible to kill. You can dent the soul and bend it. You can hurt it and scar it. You can leave the marks of illness upon it and the scorch marks of fear, but it does not die, for it is protected by la loba in the underworld. When the realization that my soul had been damaged to the point of being a wispy feather due to the toxic, codependent, addictive nature of my last marriage, I had to totally change the way I thought about myself and my life. Every time I felt the yearning for my ex and my ego would remind me of the good times we had had before it all fell apart. I would remind myself and my soul of how destructive that relationship had become for both of us. It took a good six months of revisiting the truth of my relationship before my soul stopped craving my ex's soul. I began to understand what it was like for people with toxic codependent relationships or with life-threatening addictions and how hard it is to overcome that addictive codependent behavior and how important it is to have the right tools in place and the, and the right support system available to them. The healer in me realized that not only do we need to look at our physical addictions, but also need to recognize the addictions we have at soul level when we come into this world. Codependent addiction to another family member or a partner or an obsession with another person, pain, and even self-sabotage behaviors are all addictions at soul level. By working on ourselves with healers, spiritual mentors, healthcare professionals on a physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional level, we can once again achieve a soul level cleansing reboot, if you like, so that we can get back to the job of following our soul path in this incarnation. I daily remind myself to come from a space of love and not ego. I also accept my need to cry and swear and be angry because keeping in negative energies just feeds them. Releasing them with a good fuck it and then forgiving yourself and those who triggered that emotion in you allows the negative energy to release. Finding a positive word or a positive memory to, to replace what you are going through brings you back to where you want to be very quickly. As a holistic healer and a spiritual mentor, being in a codependent toxic relationship or having addiction issues is not a good thing. When you are working with clients, you are holding a sacred space for the angels, spirit guides, the ancestors, and that soul to work within the client's sacred anatomy and physical body at a DNA and cellular memory level. The healing energies you have called into your healing session on behalf of your client flow through your physical body, your sacred anatomy, which is your soul energy, and into the client. If you do not respect your physical body, 
your sacred anatomy, respect your knowledge, wisdom, and skills as a healer and mentor, then the spirit world cannot work within you or through you. They, however, will send loving energy to you and your client, but no true healing can begin until you as the facilitator honor your physical body and have provided a clean environment for them to work through. You would not drink polluted water and expect to stay healthy, and spirit cannot work through a polluted, codependent physical body either. We are all a work in progress. We all have issues we are working on each and every day. No one is perfect. However, we do need to check in with our spirit guides and our soul daily through meditation so that we can be guided towards our highest and greatest good. Eat healthy. Take a good look at your choices and ask, where do I see myself in five years? Take an honest look at your life. Evaluate what is good and what feels like it needs to change in order for you to achieve the life you dream about. I encourage all of you to take the time to go within. Think about where you want to go, who you want to be, and how you want to get there. And then ask your spirit guides to guide you to the healer, the programs, and the path that you need to follow to get there. Sending all of you light and love. Until next time. Welcome to episode 7. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Social distancing has been my reality since March 16, 2020, on the heels of a virus that seemed to have started in China. For those of us that spend our time in the spiritual aspects of life, meditation, soul searching, yoga, and all things metaphysical, we felt this change coming in 2020. However, we did not know how it would appear. We may not have known what the catalyst would be, but we knew 2020 was going to be mind-blowing on all levels. The awe I sit in today is almost overwhelming. Mother Nature is cleaning up her home without the doomsday drama we all expected. Instead, she sent out a virus that made us stay in our homes and face our inner and outer demons. Fear, insecurity, greed, gluttony, anger, self-righteousness, racism, victimization, because this virus affected each and every one of us. None of us are immune to the consequences of this virus that is gently flowing on the winds, being blown to every continent with the same consequences to all of humanity. This has allowed us to go deep within, reach into our heart of hearts, and start praying again, believing in a higher power other than our ego. It has brought online communities together, sharing our gifts, talents, and skills. It started with fear-mongering for some, but for others it brought us closer to our inner faith and spiritual awareness, giving us an inner knowingness that everything was going to be okay. Today, we woke up to an Easter Sunday, April 12, 2020, 
without the usual family gathered in celebration, feasting on amazing food, forgetting to leave room for dessert. I really miss the companionship this day would have brought for me, seeing my daughters, son-in-laws, and my grandchildren, stopping at my parents to be a part of their day too. My meditation this morning was all about letting go of all that no longer serves me. My fears, insecurities, the what-ifs. It was time for me to open up completely to I am, universal energy, the devas of the earth, my ancestors, the angels, the god and goddesses, and ask to receive all that is to my highest and greatest good. I started my meditation with a mantra, let it go, let it go, let it go, and continued to say this as memories came up, emotions coming to the surface, fear, anxiety, anger, confusion, you name it, it flowed out of my heart chakra, and I continued to release it by repeating, let it go, let it go, let it go until I was filled with his amazing, loving, healing energy. My healing meditation continued, and I was filled with hope, love, compassion, and most of all, the knowledge that this world is moving into an amazing, loving, personal growth phase where each of us will have the opportunity to connect with our soul paths and start walking towards who we truly are meant to be in this lifetime. More than ever, the knowledge, wisdom, skill, and talents of each and every one of us needs to be shared with others. We are all unique. We all came here to shine and share who we are with the world. We deserve to be paid for our services because that is how the earth plane works. In the beginning, we traded goods. Re Realize that money is what we use now. Think of money as gratitude for the service you received from another. Money equals gratitude. When we have love in our hearts for all that we are and all that we can share, and all that we receive, then we are vibrating in the energy of gratitude. I love the skill, knowledge, wisdom, and talents I have received so far in this lifetime. And I am grateful that I have the opportunity to share these with others through courses, meditations, Reiki sessions, Akashic Soul readings, Oracle readings, blogs, and podcasts. I am always grateful for what I receive from others. To me, money equals gratitude. So I honor the person by paying them the amount they have requested for their service. We are all becoming entrepreneurs in one way or another. Our lifestyles are changing. Being home with our family, working from home, having the freedom to set our own time schedule is the greatest gift of all. Honor who you are, honor your gifts, honor your talents, honor your knowledge, honor your wisdom, and the world will honor you as well. 
We have all benefited from the free gifts given to each other during this time of self-regulated distancing. It is time now to step into your soul and become whom you were meant to be. I highly recommend you take the time to either use the Healing Meditation Podcast or another of your choice. And when you are ready, say the mantra, let it go, let it go, let it go. And allow yourself to cleanse your mind, body, and soul. I am truly grateful for all of the things I have learned about myself, all the things I have been allowed to release, and all of the things that will be in my future as I move forward with the rest of mankind into a new loving, open, healing energy. Allow yourselves to be led to the books, the courses, the healing formats, the teachers, the spiritual mentors, the course, the coaches that will help you connect to your soul and your soul path. Join together in love and gratitude and know that those who choose to leave, those who chose, all right. Welcome to episode seven. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Social distancing has been my reality since March 16th, 2020, on the heels of a virus that seemed to have started in China. For those of us that spend our time in the spiritual aspects of life, meditation, soul searching, yoga, and all things metaphysical, we felt this change coming in 2020. However, we did not know how it would be we did not know how it would appear. We may not have known what the catalyst would be, but we knew 2020 was going to be mind-blowing on all levels. The awe I sit in today is almost overwhelming. Mother Nature is cleaning up her home without the doomsday drama we all expected. Instead, she sent out a virus that made us stay in our homes and face our inner and outer demons, fear, insecurity, greed, gluttony, anger, self-righteousness, racism, and victimization. Because this virus affected each and every one of us, none of us are immune to the consequences of this virus that is gently flowing on the winds, being blown to every continent with the same consequences to all of humanity. This has allowed us to go deep within, reach into our heart of hearts, and start praying again, believing in a higher power other than our ego. It has brought online communities together, sharing our gifts, talents, and skills. It started with fear-mongering for some, but for others it brought us closer to our inner faith and spiritual awareness giving us an inner knowingness that everything was going to be okay. Today, we all woke up to an Easter Sunday, April 12, 2020, without the usual family gathered in celebration, feasting on amazing food, forgetting to leave room for dessert. I really miss the companionship this day would have brought me, seeing my daughters, son-in-laws, and my grandchildren stopping at my parents to be a part of their day as well. 
My meditation this morning was all about letting go of all that no longer serves me, my fears, insecurities, and the what-ifs. It was time for me to open up completely to I am, universal energy, the devas of the earth, my ancestors, the angels, the god and goddess, and asked also to receive all that is to my highest and greatest good. I started my meditation with the mantra, let it go, let it go, let it go, and can you and continued to say this as memories came up. Emotions came to the surface. Fear, anxiety, anger, confusion, you name it. It flowed out of my heart chakra. And I continued to release it by repeating, let it go, let it go, let it go. Until I was filled with this amazing, loving, healing energy. My healing meditation continued. And I was filled with hope, love, compassion, and most of all, the knowledge that this world is moving into an amazing, loving, personal growth phase where each of us will have the opportunity to connect with our soul paths and start walking towards who we truly are meant to be in this lifetime. More than ever, the knowledge, wisdom, skill and talents of each and every one of us needs to be shared with others. We are all unique and we all came here to shine and share who we are with the world. We deserve to be paid for our services because that is how the earth plane works. In the very beginning we traded goods. So realize that money is what we use now. Think of money as gratitude for the surface service you received from others. Money equals gratitude. When we have love in our hearts for all that we are and all that we can share and all that we receive, then we are vibrating in the energy of gratitude. I love the skill, knowledge, wisdoms, and talents that I have received in this lifetime. I am grateful that I have the opportunity to share these with others through courses meditations, Reiki sessions, Akashic Soul readings, Oracle readings, blogs, and podcasts. I am always grateful for what I receive from others. To me, money equals gratitude, so I honor the person by paying them the amount they have requested for their service. We have all become entrepreneurs in one way or another. Our lifestyles are changing being home with our family, working from home, having the freedom to set our own time schedule is the greatest gift of all. Honor who you are, honor your gifts, honor your talents, honor your knowledge, honor your wisdom, and the world will honor you as well. We have all benefited from the free gifts given to each other during this time of self-regulated distancing It is time now to step into your soul and become whom you are meant to be. I highly recommend you take the time to either use the Healing Meditation Podcast or another of your choice, and when you are ready, say the mantra, let it go, let it go, let it go, and allow yourself to cleanse your mind, body, and soul. 
I am truly grateful for all of the things I have learned about myself, all the things that I have been allowed to release, and all of the things that will be in my future as I move forward with the rest of mankind into a new, loving, open, healing energy. Allow yourself to be led to the books, the courses, the healing formats, the teachers, the spiritual mentors, the coaches that will help you connect to your soul and your soul path. Join together in love and gratitude and know that those who choose to leave the earth at this time were welcomed home through loving grace with angels by their sides. Sending all of you light and love and a happy Easter. Welcome to episode eight, The Rainbow Bridge. Every morning I arise with my 4 a.m. alarm I am already semi-awake, as Spirit loves to spend time with me before I get up. It is all in preparation for my daily meditation. I use crystals and a rock during my meditation so that I can be connected to the earth and all of the devas that wish to communicate with me. I call in the angels, especially Archangel Michael, whom I ask to surround myself, my home, the devas in my home, and on the and the Davis in the property, and of course my cats, with his gold and silver healing and protective energies. I ask him to remove all energies that are no longer serving us to our highest and greatest good and replace them with unconditional love. I ask him to make his protective energies reflective so that it reflects all things that are not to our highest and greatest good away from us and replace them with unconditional love. I also invite all my ancestors, angels, devas, gods, and goddesses that would like to come forward and impart their love and wisdom during my meditation session. My meditations vary, but what I love the most is when I'm having an issue that I need resolved, whether it is physically, intellectually, spiritually, or emotional. I can get right to the heart of the matter. I see images, hear voices, feel energies flowing through my body and home. Sometimes I release by crying or energetically by following the guidance given. During my latest session with my healer, Kate, I still needed to address my neck issues, which have been going on for years, family concerns and career concerns. I required some clarity because we can all get a little lost in our thoughts especially right now during our self-distancing and having to also be have the whole family on top of each other and not really having that alone time. All of my personal card readings that I've been doing for myself over the last couple of weeks are, were telling me to relax, to let my body heal and wait for the new path the universe had designed for me to emerge. I felt like all of the downloads I'm receiving, that's when you hear ringing in your ears or no noises in your ears or your ears can even feel like they have pressure, like you're almost a little bit deaf. That's what these downloads that people are talking about. I felt that this was preparation for the huge energetic download that would then integrate all of this new earth vibrations into my physical body, leaking it 
linking, linking, <laughs> linking it to my sacred anatomy, my soul. I have been like a child waiting for Christmas morning to arrive so I could open up my presents. So during this session with Kate, we ended up bringing in the energies of the planet Mercury, the planet Venus, and the sun. Kate gave me information on how I needed to start visualizing my connection with the earth and these planetary energies. Mercury was to, I was to visualize Mercury, Mercury at the back of my head at my brainstem. And Venus was to be at my root chakra. And the sun was to send this healing energy into my heart. I ended up visualizing a cycle of energy which flowed up from the root chakra, collected the energy that the sun was beaming into my heart, okay, and then up through my head and then to the back of my head to Mercury. All of this energy that just kept going around in a circle. So there's Venus at my root chakra, and then I'm collecting this wonderful warming energy from the sun rays in my heart chakra up through, you know, up through the front of my head and then back down. And then where Mercury was sitting at the back of my head and releasing all of this old energy, old memories, old programming, things that aren't working anymore. So I was just doing this cycle. So I'm bringing in the new energy and I'm releasing the old. And I'm bringing in the new energy and I'm releasing the old. The reason why we brought in the planet Venus is because Venus is the key to the ego. And it's leading us to universal consciousness and it brings with it love, beauty, and balance. Now the sun brings in fire. So it cleanses the body and it clears you of impurities. The planet Mercury represents the mind, how we communicate. It brings clarity to the situations we find ourselves thinking about or overthinking about. So that brings all this clarity. So this was this whole cycle of energy. All of this was amazing. But what was really cool was the conversation we had around all this information we had both been getting during this session and how to in integrate the information we were receiving into my physical body. Years ago, well, not years ago, last year, um, I journal a lot. And sometimes when I'm journaling, I, I do kind of like channel writing and information comes through. And one time in my journal, I drew a picture of a pyramid and on the top of the pyramid, I put the word God and on the left side of the pyramid, like the bottom corner, I wrote the word ego. And then on the right side of the bottom pyramid, I wrote the word soul. Now, I, I knew this was about the flow of energy between these as three aspects of self. But I really didn't know what else I was going to do with this information, how I was going to integrate it into maybe my courses or my writing or or however. But as Kate and I were working on the bottom of my head where this energy was stuck, um, causing these issues with my neck, she asked me to create a bridge between the energies flowing in and out of my brainstem. So I kind of visualized this little bridge where it was allowing information to flow from the left to the right and then the right back to the left and left to the right and back, back and forth. So there was this energy flowing back and forth that was kind of clearing up this um, 
stuck negativity or this stuck energy. It was allowing it to flow again. Now, Kate and I can do a lot of talking in our sessions because my body and soul are talking to her so that she can ask me the right questions to get me to see the images necessary for me to get all of this healing rolling. And as I remembered this pyramid picture, I realized that um, my ego gets caught up in insecurities, anxiety, self-negative talk. And she said to me, I need to acknowledge my ego. I need to thank my ego for her information, her concerns, and then hold out my hands and ask her to give them to me. And then once I have received this information from my ego, these insecurities, these fears, then I need to acknowledge them in my hand and then I need to turn around and then energetically give all of this into God's hands. And I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> now that pyramid image made sense. And, and this just felt so empowering me, empowering. Like it, I felt empowered. I finally felt like, um, you know, when you're, you're creating a puzzle and you're missing that one piece and you can't find it. And finally you find that piece of the puzzle and you put it in there and you just, you feel so good because you finally accomplished this puzzle and it looks great. And I realized that I kept forgetting that there is just not, there's not just me and my ego, my soul and my ego um, working towards creating a better life for here on earth and working towards my soul path and becoming who I want to become, I keep forgetting that God is a part of this. You know, that spiritual, universal energy, whatever you want to call it, um, there's three of us in this. There's not just two of us. There's three of us in this whole process that we, sometimes we forget to ask for help. Sometimes we forget to ask the angels for help or our spirit guides or or whatever. Sometimes we forget that we can give them our issues, our problems. We don't have to always solve it ourselves because sometimes we can't. Sometimes it's just bigger than us and it's just easier to hand it over. And then a part of me saw this bridge. And so on the left side of the bridge, there was my ego standing there. And then I had this rainbow bridge, okay? And then I saw this bridge that was just so full of these beautiful colors. Every color that you could ever imagine was in this bridge. So on the left side of the bridge, at the bottom of it, was the ego. And then there's my soul standing in the center of the bridge. And then as I looked over to the right of the bridge, there was God waiting for me to give him all of the things that I really couldn't help and or deal with on my own. Now, you can envision anybody uh, anybody you want on that right side of the bridge. It can be another deity like Buddha or Kuan Yin. It can be, you know, um, Goddess Kali. It can be an angel. Anybody that you want to hand this over to on the other side of the bridge. And so when you do your meditation and after when you get into that meditative state and you're asking for help, which I always do, when I'm like, what, what can I do? do today what's the information today this is what's bugging me I need to release it this is this is a visualization that you can use in your day to really help you create this um, sharing uh, getting realizing that you don't have to hold on to this energy all by yourself okay 
our souls have an amazing path here on earth. And if you're confused about yours or feel like you need a change and you, or you, you're just kind of stuck and you really don't know where you want to go in the future, because I know so many of us now are thinking about, wow, I need a new career. I, I want to do something that feeds my passion. I, I want to find something that makes me feel really good about myself and, and something I would enjoy doing. We're, we've kind of been given an opportunity, a lot of us, to step out of the role that we thought we had to play. Um, you know, my, my dad was a lawyer, so I'm a lawyer, and my son's going to be a lawyer, or, um, you know, we've always been truck drivers, or we, we've always done this. We, we have these patterns that are kind of in our DNA and we pick, up a, we pick it up from our parents and we think we have roles. Sometimes we've been told um, in our religious homes or, or in, you know, this is your role. This is all you're ever going to be and don't ever expect to be anything else. We now have an opportunity to really get out of that stuck phase in our body and know that, you know what, <laughs> we can do anything we want to do. We can create anything we want to create. We just need to really believe in ourselves, believe that we have these amazing skills and talents and to find out what we're really passionate about. And I have to tell you, one of the things that really kick-started me a year ago was doing taking the Akashic Soul reading courses, uh, doing the readings for other people, and then finally being able to do my own reading. And I could not believe through that Akashic Soul reading what I learned out about myself and my past lives and my soul and how these negative patterns and this karma, if we don't deal with it in our past life, we end up bringing it into this lifetime to deal with. And so what happens is when we don't deal with it, we end up having the same thing happen to us over and over and over again. And for example, I'm going to tell you, I had a real issue with self-love. Um, I was raised in a household where we weren't told, I love you. We weren't hugged. We weren't told when we did good things. The only attention we ever got from our parents is when we did something bad. And so we we just, we didn't get hugged and I didn't feel lovable and I didn't feel that um, people were capable of loving me. And so I was kept putting in relationships with people who weren't able to love me. That, you know, four divorces, duh. Um, I kept marrying the same person. I kept marrying a person who was incapable of loving me because I didn't feel loved. I didn't feel like I was lovable. And that, that, you know, that person could, could love me because I didn't love myself. And doing that, I mean, I've been on this whole self-love process for a long time and really learning to love myself and like who I am. And, but it's been a long haul. But it wasn't until I did that Akashic Soul reading and really took a deep dive into my past lives and what created that. And then using the tools that are given to us to clear those programs and to move forward. It was just such an amazing gift to be able to move forward, to clear this crap and really come to a point where I love my life. I like where I am. I love being single and living on my own. I absolutely the f love the freedom of being an entrepreneur and not having to um, set my schedule around somebody else's. I get to do what I want, when I want, and how I want. And it is the most freeing um, 
feeling in the world to be able to get up in the up in the day like get up in the morning and go my day I it's my day I get to choose what I'm going to do with it it's just amazing to know that we really have these amazing soul gifts that we brought into this lifetime and I know that some of us have forgotten them some don't some go and do these amazing careers and know exactly what they want to do but some of us forget and it's basically because of the way we're we're raised as children we end up being blocked by our parents and and by society and and caste systems and all those other kinds of things that is what happens to us so here you have an opportunity to really decide who you want to be where you want to go and just know that you have options this is Robin, Spirit Whisper of Higher Consciousness, sending all of you light and love, and I'm hoping that you are having um, fun in your self-isolating, their self-distancing, that you have found a way to be creative and enjoy each other's company and come to a point where you can be at peace with yourself. I have uh, free meditations on my website, robinsheridan.com. If you want more information, you can go ahead and message me and I can help you out. So you guys have a wonderful day and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Welcome to episode 9, Soul Awakening. What an amazing week for me. You know when you ask the universe for help and the result is that you were actually answered. There truly are some amazing spiritual leaders, coaches, mentors, artists, musicians, and so many others online during this self-distancing process we are all experiencing around the world offering free advice, music, art, and writing lessons, as well as how to build and grow your business online. I truly believe these events are part of the soul awakening we are all going through on the earth at this time. I am seeing in almost every Facebook group and personal posts people trying to understand the who, what, and why of the reality we are all experiencing at this time. As so many of us struggle with depression, anxiety, fear, pain, and quite simply boredom, we are being gifted with free content, free courses, free lessons, free webinars, with amazing leaders in each of our industries and careers. Let's not forget about our neighbors looking out for each other, as well as the ground floor workers in the medical food, transportation, restaurant, home improvement, warehouse workers, and so many more who are still out there making sure our world keeps spinning on its axis. Music-wise, The Real Roots, Keith Urban, Raising Appalachia, Corb Lund, and so many others are sharing their music with their fans in Facebook and Instagram. Mob Ferguson, 
Delphine Surden, Stu McLaren, and so many others are sharing their business secrets on how to build your business online through Facebook and YouTube. My email box is full of spiritual mentors, business mentors, and so many more sharing past webinars and present ones for free. If you want to know how to tap into your soul's vortex and create the life you want, listen to Abraham Hicks on YouTube. I have come to realize that no matter how nice it is to be a strong, independent, intelligent woman, it is just as nice to ask for help with the things I do not have the skills and talents with. Creating a website, please. Pulling my hair out is what I want to do for eight hours. Putting my pap my podcasts out there in space again not my forte but I know I can hire someone to do these things for me with this soul awakening event this emotionally shattering reality we all have the opportunity to discover our hidden talents and learn how to share them with the world can you paint can you draw write meditate exercise breathe well, guess what? This is the perfect opportunity to dig deep, pull out all those rusty skills and talents you left behind as you paid the bills and supported your excessive material lifestyle. This is the perfect time to learn how to meditate, connect with your higher self, your soul, your spirit guides, ancestors, angels, the muse that has been waiting around bored out of his or her mind for you to finally feel that pull towards something more, something beautiful, something empowering. We all have something that someone else is looking for. Are you a backyard mechanic? Love working with your hands? Creating works of art? Do you do your own yard work and house maintenance business? Can you build a bookcase? Take up a pen and paper and start writing all the things you are good at or love to do. Do you love to cook? Start posting a video on Facebook on how to create supper from scratch. Hey, I do not like to cook. But maybe if I shared the experience with someone else, even if it was through a Facebook Live video, I could learn to cook. Are you a closet comedian? Record your comedic act and post it on Facebook, or even better, to a live post. I do live oracle readings in the morning and encourage my Facebook friends to request a card. This gives me a reason to give, get up every morning at 4 a.m., Monday through Friday. I am a spiritual mentor, oracle reader, Reiki energy healer, Akashic soul practitioner, creating my business online one client at a time. I have skills and talents I am still discovering about myself, while also allowing myself to be open to the knowledge that sometimes I need to hire other people to help me achieve my dreams and goals. If you want to learn how to talk to your soul, the angels, and your spirit guides, then you need to learn how to listen and how to connect to your intuition. If you want to stop making bad career choices, relationship choices, Stop those self-defeating addictions to sugar, shopping, and so much more. Then you need soul awakening information and tools. Daily tools and mentoring sessions to keep you moving forward. 
The information you receive from an Akashic Soul reading will identify why you have self-defeating behaviors, and the tools you receive from me can help you overcome them and change your direction towards your soul path. If you feel stuck and need some quick advice, that too can be achieved through an oracle reading. I was talking to a woman who suffers from anxiety and depression. She explained that her session with her therapist would help for a week or so, and then she would get hit with a wave of negative thoughts and emotions, once again tumbling her into an anxiety-filled cycle of depression. She needs to know why she suffers from anxiety and depression. She needs the tools to change them into positive energies. When we incarnate here on earth, we bring with us the emotional karma that we did not resolve in our past lives. We will constantly attract negative situations to us until we learn how to change our perception of the situation, come to the appropriate aha moment, and then begin changing that negative pattern into a positive one. I was reading a post the other day on one of my groups. The woman was asking why she had such a strong resentment towards men. She was jealous of the freedom men had on the planet and how angry it made her that women were still subjugated in so many areas and victims of so many injustices. If she chose to have an Akashic Soul reading, we would discover many lifetimes where she was victimized by men and we might also discover she had been a man in a past lifetime that had chosen to treat women like his personal plaything. There are normal there are numerous soul-based scenarios from past lives that can be discovered to be directly affecting you in this lifetime, causing lack in every or even some areas of your life. I love the results I see from clients that choose to discover the information in their Akashic records and follow through with the tools given to them to clear their negative patterns. Their businesses start to flourish. They make better relationship choices, career and financial decisions. Their creativity blossoms and they start painting, drawing, and writing again. There are many talented individuals out there that would love to teach you how to take your life and turn it upside down in a good way. What changes do you want to bring into your life today? What soul awakening aha moment do you want to achieve? If you ask your personal deity, the universe through meditation, prayer, or even through tears of frustration, they will lead you to the path you need to take. However, you need to be open to recognizing the opportunity for what it is. Don't be like the man who was on a rooftop in the middle of a flood asking God to help, only to turn away the boat and the helicopter with the words, God will save me, only to drown because he was blind to the help offered, because he was looking for God to personally reach out a hand from heaven, lift him off that roof and place him on to safe ground. Ask yourself right now, what do I want to change in my life? Who do I want to become? What kind of person do I want seeing looking back at me in the mirror? This is Robin Sharon, Spirit Whisperer of Higher Consciousness, helping people connect to their hearts, their minds, their bodies and soul Sending you light and love and a three-minute hug. Welcome to episode 10, 
creating prosperity through gratitude. I am truly grateful for all of the amazing friends, family, and creative individuals who are sharing their gifts on free platforms during this self-distancing process. When we ask Universal Energy, I am, our spirit guides, and even our soul to help us in our lives, they move heaven and earth to send it to us. Many of us have lost our source of income during this time. We are checking our bank accounts with a sense of insecurity, fear, or even helplessness. The governments in some cases have been slow to step up to the plate and offer help, and yet other amazing, talented individuals have jumped onto social media to send us inspirational messages, healing meditations, stress-reducing processes like EFT tapping, The gifts just keep on coming. I have received unexpected gifts through email to join free webinars, short courses, and inspirational personal development videos and Facebook Lives. It turned out that I required this information in order for me to create my vision of helping other women learn how to heal themselves through meditation, energy healing, the Akashic Records, connecting with their souls, spirit guides, and the angels. All of this guidance led me to create a private subscription membership Facebook group. Within this format, I will be sharing the wisdom, knowledge, and process through course materials that I use to travel on my spiritual awakening journey. Through this private membership Facebook group, I will be including my Pathways to the Soul course material, as well as updating and adding new information, knowledge, and wisdom. I have gleaned through the connection to universal energies, my spirit guides, the angels, and so much more. When we reach out through prayer and even just the statement, please help me, we will start noticing that the universe is shifting our perception and we are seeing opportunities that we may not have recognized were available to us. Life is filled with magical opportunities, amazing leaders and teachers, inspirational books and videos. Open your mind and your heart to the gifts the universe is sending to you. Open your eyes and recognize the miracles around you. For every fear, there's opportunity. For every tear, there is laughter. For every lost opportunity, another one appears. It was so important for all of us here on Mother Earth to slow down, take inventory of our needs and wants, analyze what we truly need to be happy, healthy, and abundant in our lives. We have been given the opportunity to reconnect with loved ones, lost friends, and family, mend relationships, connect with our children in a more present way, reaching out to neighbors, decluttering our homes and lives by removing one unnecessary thing or emotional thought at a time. We have also been given the gift to know that we need to change our lives, leave jobs that do not fulfill us, leave relationships and jobs that are toxic, while discovering a better way of communicating our needs and desires. We got to read the book that was collecting dust. We got to watch a TV series we recorded and never found time to watch. We binged watch Netflix until our eyes hurt. We pulled out the board game, creating laughter and excitement in our homes. We discovered how hard it is to homeschool our children and found a new sense of awe and respect for the teachers and our school system. 
We felt immense gratitude for those individuals who continued to work to make sure we were healthy, safe, and well-fed. The world did not stop turning, but Mother Earth, Gaia, was given a chance to breathe. Pollution dissipated in the air and waterways. The animals and sea creatures were given space to breed in peace to ensure their survival. We became consciously aware of how toxic zoo and marine parks can be. We have experienced living in captivity through this self-distancing, giving us the opportunity to relate on a physical and emotional level with the animal kingdom. Through new technologies, we can place video equipment in natural forests and waterways. We can watch animals in their natural habitat. We truly have no need to continue capturing wild animals for profit and pleasure. We all need to rethink the truth about our day-to-day needs. How can we reduce our carbon footprint on the earth? How can we promote better practices when it comes to our future and the future of all the other beings living on this earth? We can take out our lawns and plant vegetables and flowers to feed the bees and ourselves. We can buy locally and support our artisans with small businesses. We can celebrate those businesses that stayed open by continuing to purchase from them. We have been given the time to take a deep breath of clean, fresh air into our lungs, clearing our mind, detoxing our bodies while connecting to our heart chakra. What are you going to change in your life when your part of the world stops the self-distancing process? I am so grateful for the amazing people I had the opportunity to meet through this online community for the courses I was able to take because I was home and had the time to do so, for the talented individuals who shared their gifts in so many ways during this worldwide crisis that crumbled our selfish ways while leading us into spiritual awareness and deepening our gratitude for our life. This is Robin Sheridan, Spirit Whisperer, sending all of you love and a three-minute hug.